Hi, my name is Anthony DeSimone, and this is the Yen Podcast. And you're listening to Entrepreneur's Island, which is that island that many entrepreneurs and small business owners place themselves on because they're convinced their problems are unique and no one can help. This podcast is all about sharing those problems, those very common problems, and offering solutions. This episode is in honor of one of the greatest mentors that I had the fortune to get to know and become friends with. His name was Richard Berger, and sadly, he passed away earlier in 2014. He taught me many lessons over the years, but the one I share today made the greatest impact on my life and my career, and I know Rick would be pleased that I am now sharing it with you. Rest in peace, my good friend. I really do miss our weekly conversations. I spent the first 45 minutes of an hour-long meeting with my mentor complaining about all of the things going wrong in my life. This happened years ago, but I remember it as if it were yesterday. I was complaining about the kids. They never leave me alone, so I can't relax when I'm home from a long day at work. I was complaining about all the family parties that we were having. I was complaining about the job, all these deadlines and the pressure associated with it. Then the bills, my mortgage, and how my wife and I can't seem to get on the same page with the budget. I'm not sleeping well. I don't have time to exercise. My wife never has the cell phone charged for more than 10%. And as I was in the middle of complaining about how my wife stinks up the house by spraying too much cleaning solution when she's cleaning the house, my mentor interrupted what I was saying looked at me and with a very angry tone and with his hand up said enough and then said Tony whose decision was it to get your college degree just answer that and I said mine and then he said whose decision was it to become a CPA mine Whose decision, he said, was it to take on that very stressful job that you have? Mine. Whose decision was it to get married to that beautiful woman you're married to? Mine. Along with your wife, whose decision was it to have kids? It was mine. And whose decision was it to have a mortgage and live in that big, beautiful house? Mine. Well, Tony, guess what? He said. The moment you made those decisions was the moment it was no longer about you. He leaned forward in his chair and pointed at me and said, It's not about you. Now that hit me like a ton of bricks. I just sat there silent. And just in case that ton of bricks didn't completely crush me, my mentor decided to drop one more brick on my head by saying, and it never was about you, ever. My mentor was usually a very patient man, but at this moment, he was very hot. He finished by saying, do you realize how much of your energy 
and my time you just wasted today? Do you? Now, I didn't even have a chance to answer before he continued. We didn't even start on the topics that I wanted to cover today. There are a lot of people that are interested in working with me, and I really don't like wasting my time. Time, by the way, that I will never get back. So either you smarten up or you find another mentor. So what's it going to be, he finally said as he looked at me. And at that moment, it finally sank in. I made all of these decisions in life. I created all this stress from my decisions. And up to this point, I was spending a considerable amount of time and energy complaining about and blaming others for what really were problems generated from my decisions. With my mentor's help, I became much more mindful to all of these stresses in my life. I created the habit of discovering the why associated with my stress, and I discovered that almost every time it had nothing to do with what caused me to reach the tipping point to anger or frustration. For instance, I would get home from a long, stressful day at work and want to just veg out by watching some TV. Within minutes of sitting there, one of my young kids would walk in and want my attention. I would become annoyed, and very rudely I would tell them to leave because I wanted to watch TV. My wife, in earshot of what I just said, would come in and tell me that it's wrong to ignore the kids, and she would like a break from a full day of watching the kids. That would make me feel even worse, which would lead into an argument with her, ruining the evening for everyone. But once I became more mindful of the situation, I would evaluate the why and realize I wasn't upset with my kids interrupting me. I was upset over another day working at a stressful job I just didn't like. By realizing that, I no longer would get annoyed with my kids' interruptions. I would actually turn the TV off which resulted in avoiding the argument with my wife, which made for better relationships all around. This also allowed me to focus on the real problems, the real energy drains in my life, and handle them accordingly. Like, for example, eventually changing jobs. Every time I became annoyed or stressed, I reminded myself that I am experiencing these feelings because of decisions I made. I began creating the habit of thinking it's my fault, which empowered me by recognizing that if it's my fault, it's in my control to fix it. I began to focus on finding solutions for all my problems instead of wasting time looking for someone to blame. And once I created the habit of finding solutions for each situation, the world seemed to open up for me. I felt like Neo in The Matrix when he began to see everything in ones and zeros and everything around him began to slow down and seem easier to handle. I became so good at understanding the why in my life that it became much easier to recognize the why behind the stresses of other people's problems, which allowed me to treat them like they wanted to be treated and to help them discover their own why. I began to change my mindset from how much can I receive from this world to how much I can give to this world and felt better than ever. It was at this point where I became a much more effective manager, leader, 
friend, father, and husband. By offering content, by understanding the why with other people, by giving my knowledge and advice to anyone who wanted it, I planted a seed. Over time, that seed grew and turned into a large tree that bore fruit and even more seeds. By giving away my knowledge, I became a trusted advisor. I became the expert in my field and the first person people thought of when they needed help. I didn't have to sell anymore. I just needed to continue to give. So ask yourself, ask yourself these questions. Am I giving or am I selling? Am I focusing on my why or am I blaming others? This story is still so vivid in my memory because I find myself sharing it with many of the business owners that I offer advice to. Usually the conversation is similar to mine. The only difference are the complaints. My employees aren't listening. My employees should be doing more for what they get paid for. My employees don't think like an owner. I am working all day long, seven days a week. I have no time for my family. I have no time for exercise. My family doesn't respect the fact that I provide for them. I'm worried about future revenue. I'm worried about cash flow. And on and on and on. The people that I advise tend to be at the top of their organizational chart, which means they typically don't get much accountability and they sure don't get much talk back. So it tends to be a bitter pill to accept my comment that all their problems that they just shared with me are their fault. For example, I was working with a high-level executive on a goal to become more organized and efficient with his time and he shared his frustration and stress related to the 100-plus email he would get each day from his many employees. Hundreds, hundreds. He was CC'd on everything. When we began to go through the why exercise, it went something like this. My question to him, why do you have so many email? His answer, My employees CC me on just about every decision they make regardless of the importance. My question, why are your employees sharing every email with you regardless of importance? His answer, I'm not sure. I ask them to share only the important information, but they send me everything. My question, how do you define important to your employee? Answer, they should know the difference. My question, has there been times when you didn't get important email from your employees? His answer, yes, many times. And I made it very clear that they need to get better at knowing the difference. Then I said, if I were one of your employees and you made it very clear that I didn't share information you consider important and there really was no clear definition of what important was, guess what? I would begin to send you everything because you have just created a culture of covering my butt. I looked at him and I said, it's your fault. It's your fault. He still didn't want to accept that it was his fault. So I said, well, all that stress that you put on yourself regarding this topic, all that pain you hold inside your body, that's your decision to handle it that way. That's definitely your fault. 
Now, it took some time to accept this, but eventually we took action to help solve this email problem. He took my advice to basically release the grip of his company a bit and give his very capable employees control over what they were hired to do in the first place. One of the changes being to stop CCing him on all email, everything, regardless of importance. CC nothing. Within weeks, his email dropped from over 100 to a manageable 15 to 20 per day. And the added bonus was employees felt more trust. They felt less stress with making decisions about their daily responsibilities, making for a more efficiently run company. The most effective owners and leaders are very good at the why. Even if they don't have a mantra, it's my fault, running through their head when they experience a problem or stressful situation, they tend to be mindful and solve the situation by understanding the need to be introspective first and focus on what is in their control to change. They follow that up with understanding the why with other people, which opens the door to giving endlessly to others. There's no need. There's no need to sell when you are constantly giving. People will respond. People will gravitate towards you. People will want to learn from you. And people will tell their friends all about it. And it all starts with recognizing that this life is not and never was about you. Thank you.